0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Back into it. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Pound three, six, three, six. With the former Premier and Finance Minister Ernie Eves, John Turley-Ewart from the financial industry, Dan Moulton consultant uh, with Crestview Strategy and advisor in the McGinney and Wind Governments. Uh, spring is going to happen here within the next uh, few, minutes. few minutes. And you know who had a spring in his step? Doug Ford earlier today because the Integrity Commissioner <laughs> has uh, released his report on the attempted hiring of Ron Tavener as a commissioner, and he found that Ford did not breach any of the sections of the Members' Integrity Act. He had actually, quote, stayed at arm's length from the recruitment process, end quote. Here's what Doug Ford had to say earlier today on the matter. The integrity commissioner's report and its findings represents a complete, I repeat, a complete vindication for our government. After months of investigation, after three months of an investigation, the integrity commissioner found that we followed the letter of
1: the law, as I was saying over and over again.
0: So there you go, Dan Moulton. That dog that's won't a, hunt. That's uh, a good one. Yeah. Well, was it a tempest in a teapot? Uh, what's the takeaway
1: here? Well, I, that's first of all, you know, it's it's interesting to hear that from the premier. That's not what the integrity commissioner said. If you if you actually read the report, he may not have violated the members integrity act, but the integrity commissioner was pretty clear about the fact that uh, there was a coordinated effort uh, to both reduce the qualifications for the OPP Commissioner and make the Premier's friend the OPP Commissioner. And this is a, uh, that was very clear in this report. And that has always been the concern around this entire proposal. I think it was mismanaged politically, to be quite frank. Uh, They could have done a lot better job at that. Um, But fundamentally, this is about people in the premier's office overreaching and and trying to you know see friends of the premier into high posts like this the fundamental problem was that they reduced the qualifications for the job and that was the that was the real that's where the 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 heart of the problem here is that this is the one of the largest police for- forces in North America. Uh, th- this is an important job. You can't reduce the qualifications to get your friend put in the put Well, in the
0: again, though, the uh, people who were in the recruitment drive, uh, I guess, submitted that they wanted to have uh, more potential candidates and did so as a consequence. But look, it still uh, is not dialed back to uh, Doug Ford being the one giving the instructions. Uh, at least that's what the integrity commissioner found. So, John, what's your takeaway or read on this?
2: Well... My understanding, if it had gone the wrong way for Ford, he had Ed McClellan lined up to uh, come in and advise <laughs> on what he should do next. So uh, she's a busy lady these days. Oh. Look, I think that, uh, you know, I'll agree with Dan on this this one uh, in terms of changing their qualifications. That wasn't right. And I think most people in Ontario saw that as being a mistake. Uh, I think he's dodged a bullet here and hopefully he learns from it.
0: All right. Uh,
2: Ernie? Yeah, we talked about this last week. It- when you're dealing with matters of of justice and policing, you must not only do technically the right thing, you must leave the appearance of doing the right thing because, you know, that's what separates us from other countries in the world that don't have democracies and don't have independence of of the judiciary and and the justice system. So uh, I really have to take my hat off to Ron Tavner because he did the right thing. He, uh, you know, decided that this was too much of a, taking the focus off of and how could he ever maintain the, the respect of his fellow OPP uh, members if there was any question at all in some in their minds about whether he got the job legitimately or not. Now having said that, everything I know about Mr. Tabner is an excellent police officer with 50 years of service and I'm not saying that he, he's certainly qualified to do lots of things in policing but I think the way this was gone about certainly Uh, didn't leave the appearance of it being independent.
0: Well, you know, when you talk about that and uh, making sure everything looks according to Hoyle, as well as passing the sniff test or whatever analogy you want to use, uh, we wonder about, and you referenced there, John, Ann McClellan, uh, who used to be uh, the deputy prime minister as well as justice minister, and she's now been seconded by Trudeau. Uh, They dusted her off, and she's going to investigate, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess, the minister, uh, the justice minister and the AG holding one in the same portfolio. It's uh, something I don't know uh, where they're trying to distract here, but the SNC-Lavalin thing is not going away, even though the liberal-dominated committee shut it down yesterday morning. Uh, Now we've got the conservatives who, on a procedural move tonight, are going to manage to have a series of votes, about 200, uh, that will make it an all-nighter. They're planning to go into the morning all night uh, till 11 in the morning just to get people's attention that this uh, thing is not going away anytime soon. As a matter of fact, there's even a quote from uh, Mr. Bruce, the CEO of SNC-Lavalin, saying, I don't know where they came up with the 9,000 job loss that we were going to move our headquarters from Montreal to London. Uh, I never said that, even though the PMO in this testimony uh, kept banging on that note. Dan, let me ask you, because you're the liberal strategist. I mean, how is this working as strategy for them to close off the committee hearings, think there's going to be some distraction or attention diverted some way with a budget or otherwise? This one's blowing up in their laps and faces, isn't it?
1: No I, you know I, I disagree with your assessment, obviously. I think the I, I think this issue is it, 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 it had spent a lot of time in the headlines. We can't ignore that. Uh, people were talking about it uh, quite intensely. Um, I, I don't think it continues. Like I, I think you you know you can raise it here, and and, and we can keep talking about it on this panel. Uh, voters who are probably already swayed on the matter have been you know swayed, and and I I think it's largely over. I don't think this sticks very much. Uh, Longer. There's no money in this. No laws were broken. Nobody had sex with anyone. This is not one of those scandals (laughs) Uh that runs on forever. And so I I think that this is something that is largely over. I think if the conservatives, you want to talk about strategy. I think the conservatives and the games they're playing in Ottawa aren't. You know, they're not. They're not certainly not drawing anyone's attention. Uh, I think if Andrew Shear and the leaders, the leader of the Conservatives, I'll I'll make sure I attach his position to his name because no one else would know if if I didn't do that. But I I think if Andrew Shear wants to, uh, uh, you know. Do the right thing. He should go spend more time introducing himself to Canadians. Well, he should fine. spend less time in Ottawa. <laughs> but let me just challenge that because assumption. Because nobody knows who
0: the guy well, is. Well, all right. Well, nice try to again divert uh, or pivot. But
1: <laughs> I know you uh, have a very defined question you want to focus on, well, which is really I, unbalanced and nonpartisan, John. Well, no, so it's really great. Well,
0: I'm just saying it's reflected in the polls. I mean, uh, Justin Trudeau's popularity well, actually are the below polls Donald
1: of, Trump's. The, the polls today. I, I read polls from Advocates today that were, were very clear. This has had a very uh, minimal impact on the Prime Minister uh, and the Liberal Party. Uh, the Certainly, it's not improving the NDP, which would be a requirement for there to be an electoral change in the fall. The NDP Mm -hmm. would have to be much better than they are. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen any change in their numbers. Uh, Yeah, the prime minister's some polls show that the prime minister's uh, personal uh, credibility has uh, reduced in recent polls, but he's still by 10 point lead the preferred prime minister.
0: Well, I'm not sure which polls you're referencing here because Go I, ahead, well, I've, I've heard others, but uh, we'll come back. Because yeah, polls There's, there's probably, another right? poll. Online no, web polls no, on no, sunmedia.ca. No. Yeah. no, was Ipsos, uh, as a matter of fact, and uh, the other one was Angus. But I wanted to come back because there's another blow to his credibility, and it comes from within the tent. Uh, so we'll speak to that here in the moments that remain with our panel. Ernie Eves, John Turley-Ewart and Dan Moulton on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to The John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. Nine one one.
2: Nine one one. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh my god! The ship is sinking. I can't get
0: out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry, hurry. Hello? Are you there?